0: The suspect in Christian school shooting identified as transgender. The Trans Resistance Network claims the shooter was the real victim. What in the world has happened to traditional American values? We're going to talk about it today on End Time. Welcome to The End Time Show. Vince Steagall here with Doug Norvell. We're so happy you have joined us today. The number to call in is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Right out of the gate here, we want to pause and say what a tragedy uh, that has occurred in Nashville yesterday, I believe it was, when um, a transgender person, a, a, gun, a gunman, went into a church school and shot three children and three teachers and uh, would have done more if the police had not intervened. And so we are praying for all those families that are impacted. Of course, this is an impactful moment throughout the world. If you have children, it hurts probably a little bit more than if you don't. And so we are hurting with those families that are going through such tragedy. We are hurting with that church as they navigate such a very hard time. Um, And we are believing that the peace that passes all understanding will somehow comfort them and keep them And we know that God is certainly able to do that. Now, there's been a lot of, um, I guess, rhetoric that has come out of this event. As you just heard, uh, there's some people that are saying the shooter is actually the victim. It's a uh, female that has decided that they're a male, they're transgender. And so they apparently felt the need to do this to get attention according to one source, the uh, Trans Resistance Network. And they're saying that they're actually the victim. And so they go on to say, hate has consequences. And we have to agree with that. Hate certainly does have consequences. And some of this is what we're seeing out of that, Doug. Um,
1: I think you would agree, hate does have consequences, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, hate is a cancer of the body. I mean, it's the cancer of the soul, really keep that stored up and all it does is eat you up until you react on it and that's what happened yesterday apparently so
0: now the statement made is about how people I think I believe they even said I'm not this is a direct quote but essentially they said that the Christian and Republican community has spewed so much hate towards transgender people that the consequences might just be a school shooting. Yeah. Essentially, what they said.
1: Yeah, basically, that's what they're saying, and so it's it's almost as if uh, the blame goes off the person who was the shooter, and now goes toward you know the opposite side of the argument there, and so it's it's just more of what we see, Vince. I mean, everybody, uh, both sides really do this anytime there's something that happens. If it works for one side or the other, they jump on it politically and start pushing that. But, you know, normally we see this go a different direction and uh, assumptions are made when a shooter goes into school automatically. Uh, You know, there are assumptions that it's going to be a white male Christian person, you Mm -hmm. know, that's a Trump supporter. Well, this doesn't really fit that narrative. And so since it doesn't fit that narrative, now they're. They're hitting this from a different angle and trying to put the blame on other people instead of blaming the individual. But Well, here's one that they won't be talking about. I can assure you of this. Yeah. Um, it's
0: extremely rare for a female mm-hmm. to do a mass shooting. Yep. It's probably even uh, much more extremely rare for a female to go into a school and kill children and teachers. Right. So, you know, I've wondered how much of the... I don't know if this person's on... Uh, hormone replacement or what what procedures they've gone through, mm-hmm. if they are on some of this hormone replacement regimen, how much of that hormone that shouldn't be in this female
1: yeah. is
0: contributing to whatever mental state she is in to be able to go into a school right. uh, and do this like like we, we know the, the typical uh, profile for someone that does this is going to be a male.
2: Mm-hmm. So I
0: just wonder if those hormones that are being pumped into her body have anything to do with
1: of that psyche I don't know for sure Vince but I know one thing I know that we have a sin problem and just by human nature and that's definitely got a lot to do with it because you know hatred for one thing is a sin but there's a lot of different things that we may unfold as this story begins to come out but you know I mean whenever we have that kind of pent-up frustration if we're not getting help, we're gonna have problems. And so that's another question people were asking is uh, the mental state of this person. Uh, and there's a lot of things I could say right there, but I'm just gonna kind of stop because I don't wanna just you know, go on a rant right here at the very first of the program. I may have to come back and, and hit that rant later. But I mean, it's obviously there's a mental state here that uh, was not in a good place. And this person supposedly, according to what the police officer said, Uh, There in Tennessee said that two of these guns were legally possessed, that this person went and bought those guns legally. And so somewhere in the breakdown, there was a a breakdown that occurred there, apparently. And so that's one of the things, of course, now... What what do you mean by that? What breakdown would there have been? Well, you know, I mean, that's one of the things is you're supposed to do a a background check and Mm -hmm. things like that. And so if there's a a mental uh, unstableness going on there, then you should be able to detect that. One thing to me, when I see this, growing up when I did in the textbooks that said what they said when I was a young man, is that if a person of the opposite sex comes in and tries to push themselves over as the opposite sex, like this woman comes into a gun store and she's obviously living her life as a male, but she's a female, there's, there's a mental thing going on there. Which should be a red flag. It should be one of the first red flags that we have. But nowadays, instead of that being a mental condition, that's being passed as this is normal and it's just part of life, and you have got to get over what you feel on this, and you've got to stop being a, a, a bigot and a, a hate monger. I don't know the Nash, I don't know the Tennessee laws
0: on that. Like I'm assuming that they wouldn't be allowed to discriminate. You know, and, I mean, I don't necessarily. I definitely don't feel that way. But I would assume the laws are in place where someone that's transgender could still buy a gun and they're not going to flag that as a mental disorder. Is that not accurate or you're not aware?
1: Apparently that's the whole state of the nation and not just Tennessee. I mean, that's what I'm saying is when I was a young person that was considered odd. It was considered a mental, I mean, in our textbooks, it said that a man that dresses as a woman has a mental condition, vice versa. Nowadays, we're supposed to accept this as this is just a normal part of life and you're supposed to do that. A man that puts a dress on and makeup is still a man. Woman of the year. Yeah. And look at where our society is right now. And we've got teachers teaching classes who are in this state teaching our young children. We've got people who Come into libraries and read, you know, stories to kids. Dress like this and perform for these kids, and we're trying to call that normal behavior. And I think it's time that we in America stand up for what's normal and what's not normal. And we're just walking away from uh, the the line that God gives us, that moral line that tells us, look, this is right and this is wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's become so blurred now that you know nobody recognizes that there's problems there. There's major moral decay. Absolutely. And you know, there's a part of me that's like, it's so far
0: gone that there's no hope. Like at times I can feel that way. Yeah. But then God tends to remind me what he's done in my life. Right. (laughs) And I'm going, oh, thank God he never gave up on me. Yeah. Thank God I can testify that there is hope. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you've gone through. It doesn't matter how you identify. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you've done. There's hope for you. And so, We're talking about America's moral decline today and how hate definitely does have consequences. We're going to dive off into some additional stories about this and explain it from a biblical perspective of what's happening here in America right now. So don't go anywhere. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463.
2: They that understand what is taking place will instruct many
4: gain peace and understanding about what the bible says concerning end time prophecy call 1-800-endtime or visit endtime.com/events
2: for more information
0: Welcome to The End Time Show, Vince Stigall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Hate has consequences. There's a lot of hate that is uh, in our land today, in this world today, and there are consequences that are developing out of that, and there's all sorts of opinions on what that means, and that's what we're talking about. From our perspective, hate certainly has consequences, and we're going to look at some of those today. You know, Doug, we were talking about America's moral decay right before the break. And I think it's important to remember that, you know, part of this moral decay can shift back when you develop community with other people, when you develop community with people who are seeking God's face, seeking His Word, trying to grow um, in discipleship. And Doug's actually hosting a group right here at End Time that will help fight America's moral decay. You can go to endtime.com Plano and sign up to be part of that group. We're gonna be going through Understanding the End Time. And as we do, this is the brand new series and it's Dave teaching the videos and Irvin has clips throughout it. And then Doug will be leading the discussion before and after. So um, we would love for you to join us. If you're in the Dallas area, go to endtime.com Plano and you can RSVP and let Doug know that you are coming. Now as part of this, we're going to develop friendships. You know, it's just natural that if you show up every week and Doug feeds you free food and free drinks, uh, water, by the way, not, not other drinks, so don't show right. up thinking we're gonna have communion or anything. But right. um, it's maybe gonna some be a coffee. Maybe some coffee. It's gonna be a great time of connection with other like-minded people. So be sure to make plans to do that. And also I'm actually preaching here in the Dallas area April 19th, I believe it is. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about that. It's on a Wednesday night. So what what better thing do you have going on uh, in the middle of the week? Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Go to endtime.com events to learn more about uh, where you can come out and meet me and my family and uh, a lot of the End Time team will be there as well. So make plans to do that. All right, Doug, yeah. moral decay. Mm-hmm. Um, Things have changed since you were a kid.
1: Things have changed since I was a kid. Yeah. Things have changed in the last couple of years, you know? Things have changed since the Obama administration. Well, I think we can take that. it all the way there because he said he was going to change America. He was going to change it completely. You and don't think it started long before him? Well, I think that he was the one that really in. Weren't you pushed alive in. in the seventies? Well yeah, but I mean when when it comes to this particular circumstance and what's happening here. Um, LGBTQ plus is what you're saying? He basically told us it was going to become normal for a man and a man to marry and a woman and a woman to marry and so he was going to fundamentally change this country. And he also made statements that this country was no longer a Christian nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's been trying to pull us off of the foundations of this country for quite a while, Vince. And, and it, it, this is like a continuation of his administration. I mean, even though Joe Biden is the one that's, you know, in the White House and, you know, the person on TV that you see, uh, it, it's still an agenda that was put forth by his his president that he served under and so we're do, watching Hate that. has
0: consequences
1: yes it does do you hate gay people <laughs> i do not what I, about
0: transgender people
1: no absolutely not i think that those people need to understand truth and they need to know jesus but you feel that way about people who steal all the time people who are adulterers um, you know, people who are liars people, people who, who beat their spouse like yeah. you feel that way about a lot of people absolutely
0: you're not just honing in on homosexual people right. or people that are transgender or whatever yeah. the case. You feel that way about a lot of people. And I think it's important to pause and note that, you know, if you're a homosexual, if you're struggling uh, with such a lifestyle and you feel like you need delivered, we have ministers that are on staff here at End Time. You can call 800-END-TIME um, and we will talk to you. We will pray with you. You can go to endtime.com contact and fill out a prayer request form. Our team gathers for prayer every single morning. We will call you by name and pray for you. If you want prayer, if you want someone to pray with you, do that now, 800-END-TIME, the number to call 800 363 Hate does have consequences, Doug, and we've got a lot of love that we want to give out here. Right. We love people no matter
1: what they're going through. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, so the, the whole thing with this, though, Vince, what we're watching is we're watching... Um, a division here in the United States of America. We're watching that kind of become a dividing line and it's been pushed in your face more with this particular lifestyle that's been pushed in our face to the point to where it's on commercials, it's in every movie, uh, it's in every, every facet that you could think of in entertainment. It's one of those ways that they've tried to work it in there to make it normal and make it seem like Uh, It's something that should be accepted. Uh, And then, you know, we've got people who stand up and say things like, you know, the the Bible is an ancient book that we're basing foundations on, uh, that it doesn't have any truth to it. And so you see the spirit that's behind what's happening, not only uh, in this country, but in our world. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uganda just made it illegal in their nation for homosexual acts, period. And so it's it's now illegal there. They've come and said, "Look, we're not going to be pushed by this homosexual agenda. It's th- that is illegal. Homosexuality is illegal and we're not going to have it here in Uganda." And so we're we're seeing it be pushed everywhere and then we're seeing countries that are standing up and saying we're not going <coughs> to to deal with this like they are in other nations. But this this isn't really a program about that. It's not what the program's about today. It's about this moral decline of this nation and what's going on here. And so that's that's kind of What I wanted to kind of show today is that this is something that the Lord told us was going to happen in the end times right before he came back. That things were going to be like it was in Sodom and Gomorrah in the days of Lot. And so we're beginning to see that more and more. And now we're beginning to see that the blame is shifting from that community into the Christian community, into the conservative community. And so if, if things are wicked... Mm-hmm. What's the Bible tells we can do if we feel like we're surrounded by wickedness? Well, I mean, one thing, Vince, that we can do is pray about that. You know, I mean, if there is sin rapid in our land, you look at what Abraham did when, you know, when he talked to God. He said, look, what if you can find 50 righteous people? Mm. Uh, and then he went all the way down to 10 righteous people. He talked God down to 10 righteous people, but there wasn't 10 righteous people there. But, the, but, you know, if we're in communication with God and we're seeking God and we're seeking his face and we're praying for our nation, Things can turn around. I mean, God tells us that. He tells us that if we'll do that, He'll hear our prayers and He'll heal our nation. Uh, And so I believe that our founding fathers actually set this nation up on God morals, on the Bible, on the principles from the Bible. And this is slowly being destroyed because of the people that are running the country right now, or at least they want you to feel like it's the majority of the people running Mm -hmm. the country. So if the land is wicked, we need to pray. Mm -hmm. So I I think it's
0: noteworthy to pause here and say, if you're on Facebook, if you're on YouTube, comment, Pray for America, and don't just comment, but make sure that you're actually doing it. Pause for a moment and say a prayer for our land and comment that you're doing it. Pray for America, put that in the comments and don't forget to share. What we're talking about today is very important for people to hear. Uh, a lot of people aren't talking about prayer when they talk about these new school, new schools, but we are talking about prayer. We are focused on prayer here and that's one of the best things that we can do, if not the best thing that we can Absolutely. do. Now, this, uh, this Christian school shooting, um, what do we need to cover here in regards to this person? That identifies now as a transgender.
1: Well I mean I'm sure that most people know now that this individual I just I, you know when we look at that article that article is just stating the things that we've talked about today. So as far as seeing what that is this transgender person went into this Christian school and opened fire and killed six people. Uh, three children I think and three adults mm-hmm. and and then was later killed by the police themselves. And so it's a tragic horrible event it's something that uh, you know, you hate to ever see it when, when kids are hurt. And just some of the video of the horrific uh, things that were going on with those kids, they were scared to death, they were being put on buses and evacuated from there, and just seeing the fear in their face and in their eyes, it was heartbreaking. But the, the thing that um, I wanted everybody to kind of see today is how that blame has shifted. And so if we, if we can go to some of these videos and look at what is being said in the media and even by our president about this. This first one's from Graham Allen.
2: Yeah, Let's check it out. Uh, that the shooter has been identified as 28-year-old female, Audrey Hale. Said she's a former student of the school and confirmed that Audrey Hale was a, identified herself as a transgender person. Uh, the state of Tennessee earlier this month passed and the governor signed a bill that banned transgender medical care for minors, as well as uh, a law that prohibited adult entertainment including male and female impersonators after a series of drag show controversies in that state
0: so that is noteworthy in this case I guess he's like Graham Allen said on there which if you're listening on your radio you didn't see it but
1: he's saying did he just blame the Republicans for uh, this school shooting yeah Republicans and Christians yeah uh, and and so that's kind of the slant they're putting on this. So the media is already pushing that. Yeah. And, and so we, we begin to see that. As I first, when I first saw that video, I couldn't believe that that was being said, that they're saying in the same thing with this tragic tragedy that's just happened with these children being killed. And then they go into, well, the state of Tennessee recently made this illegal. And it's like, so what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that Tennessee brought this on themselves because they stood up for the moral rights of everyone there, and you know they they stood up for what the Bible says and things like that, and made this an outlaw. And basically, all they did was they took it away to where a a minor could not begin that process. I mean, when you're a minor, Vince, you know that you you don't really know a lot of things. And to say that minors can start this process and and be mutilated and mutilate their body because they might believe this one day. Well, tomorrow they may change. Either you know? way, it's
0: never an appropriate response to go shoot up a school. Right.
1: Absolutely. Ever, And so they say, you know, that that was, that's what's caused this. It's not just there either. It's some, some other, um, media out there that's saying other things, but. So, so they need to like, let's take responsibility for our own actions type things.
0: It's, you know, and I feel that too, because there's a yeah. lot of people who, um, that I'm dealing with, you know, you and I are both involved in the local church right? and we get to talk to all sorts of different people. And that does seem like a common theme Mm -hmm. these days, more so, I mean, I don't know what it was like, you know, really 30 years ago. I was very young then, but um, it seems like either my perspective has shifted and I see things more clearly now, or the world has shifted also where we take less responsibility for our own actions. We want to blame someone else. We're entitled to certain things. Seems like that's more rampant than it's ever been. Absolutely, um, that is. And it's so critical for us to take responsibility and to be self honest. It's like, no, none of these things caused this person to go into a church school and shoot up. It's like something with that person. Right. It's not what the governor did or the mayor or whoever or the
1: pastor. It's yeah. totally on them. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, the, the thing is, is that our, our reactions to something, that's all on us. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even on a gun. Whatever, whatever avenue they use to strike out, they could use anything. I yeah. mean, you know, they could use a rock, they could use a bat, they could use a car, they could use a knife. I mean, they could use anything to, to hurt people, and people have uh, used other things. And so it's, they try to blame it on gun violence and try to make it like we've got to have more laws on the guns and things like that. And, you know, I mean, we really we need to focus more on, like we were talking about before, getting people help when they're hurting and when they're going through these things. And instead of telling somebody that comes and says, look, I believe I'm a, a male trapped in a female body. Instead of saying, oh, you're OK, you're normal, you're just, you know, it's, it's not your fault and this and that. We need to help those people. And counsel them through those things instead of accepting it as a normal thing. This is why some of these people—I mean—they have the highest rates of suicide and depression. And a lot of these people that are dealing with these things are suicidal, depressed, and on medication, like you talked about before. You talked about being on hormone replacement, but you know, depression pills and things like that. And uh, I think even as we watch the video today. Uh, from the police camera of this, we we felt like that person was trying to jump out of a window mm. and, and, you know, maybe just kill themselves at the end of that when the police got in the room. Or maybe she was just simply trying to escape. But whatever the fact was, something was wrong in her mind and in her spirit that made her go into this place and start shooting it up. This was actually, she had two targets, and the first target had more security than this place they said hmm. and so she chose the one with the less security with with no security wow. yeah
0: hate has consequences
1: yeah absolutely we got another
0: clip we're ready to look at that
1: uh do we have time let's see no i'm no, glad we you said that time. we're
0: coming up against a break yeah uh, i'll take this moment to pause and say um, if you have not seen the two witnesses uh, yet on end time plus you need to make sure that you do that go to endtime.com slash new If you're already a subscriber to End Time Plus, you get it for totally free. If you're not, you can sign up for a free trial today and watch it absolutely free. Uh, Doug put the two witnesses out and i have got to tell you that if you start watching it, you're not gonna be able to stop. At least that's what the data says. Um, Almost everybody who watches this video doesn't stop until it's finished, Doug. So congratulations on that.
5: Well, thanks. You
0: apparently are interesting to people. Well, at least the content is maybe. (laughs) Well, I'll stop there okay Uh, I don't want to throw myself (laughs) under the bus but um, no great job a lot of people love this video you need to go watch it yourself it's it's our second end time original that releases uh, in March we've got a third one coming up this Friday Uh, Dave did the Antichrist Socialistic Kingdom that releases at midnight on Friday which is like Thursday night for those of you that struggle with that. I've had people like say, well, you mean Friday night at midnight. I'm like, no, it's, it's <laughs> the first minute of Friday is when it releases, yeah. sometimes a little earlier. So be sure to go to endtime.com new and check that out. And then also you have six days to register for our tour. We're taking a group to Israel again. Dave and Jana will be going. Doug and his wife Tina will be going. And uh, you get to hang out with them in Israel for almost two weeks. So there are only a little over a dozen spots left. And you can go to intime.com tour to check that out and get more information and make sure that you reserve your spot. We do have open lines at 877-INTIME, 877-363-8463. Give us a call.
3: Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
0: Welcome to the End Time Show. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877 three six three eight four six three once again i want to remind you that we have our third end time original coming out this friday go to intime.com new that is where it will release if you're not a subscriber already be sure to do that with the free trial and not only can you watch this friday's release for totally free under that trial but you can also go back and watch our first one that came out this month called warn the jews and then the second one which was last friday the two witnesses you can watch all three of them in your seven day free trial cancel it and be done with it you get it totally for free if that's what you want to do that's totally fine however I will remind you that this show and everything that we do here is because of partner support so it's because people give at endtime.com give and they mail in checks that we're able to continue to bring this show to you for totally free so you're listening on your radio you're watching online or on television Uh, that is available to you for free because of people like you that give $52 a month or whatever the Lord lays on your heart. So pray about that. Ask the Lord how you could contribute to End Time Ministries in a financial way. Um, And if you're not able to do that, that's totally fine. Keep watching for free, but don't forget to pray for us. I know everybody can pray, so please keep us in your prayers as we move forward doing what we believe God has called us to do. Um, We're very excited about the future and things that are developing. I can't wait to tell you guys all about all the different moving parts but Doug there's so much going on sometimes I forget what we've shared and what we haven't so I don't want to keep repeating so I'm going to leave that one alone but are we ready to get to this clip and if so do we need
1: because of the school shooting is this safe for all ages or yeah this uh, so this video is just going to show it it was actually uh, a conference a news conference that the president was supposed to address this at at the beginning of it and he doesn't it's kind of what he did here—that's odd, because of the fact that any time this has been an, a scenario that works in their favor, he directly comes on there and hits the issue and pushes it really hard. This time, because it goes against their agenda, he approaches it a little different. So it's just kind of that. And then we got um, Chris Christie that's talking there also, and and points out some. So we're really good on the things. kids' part. Yeah, there's there's nothing that anybody would have to leave the room. It's not going to show anything. This All is right. just footage from Fox News. So well, let's take a look. Then. Let's do it.
2: So we heard earlier that the president wanted to speak about this story, about this breaking news today. Um, but when he came out to speak and we cut away to it because we were waiting to hear what the president would say about it, it was a small business event. But We were told he wanted to address the horrific shooting of three young children and three adults. Um, But when he came to the podium, this is what he he said. Watch.
4: My name is Joe Biden. (laughs) I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. (laughs) And I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs.
2: Hmm. Okay. Joining me now from New Hampshire, the former two-term governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. Governor, you know, we all kind of looked away from what we were doing, turned to watch what the president was going to say in this moment. And I got to say, it was very disconcerting. It was it was very strange. What was your reaction when, when you watched that?
5: Well, I mean, to say that he misunderstood the moment... Um, would be an understatement. Uh, you know, the president um, is watching. You would hope before he comes down there, um, the awful scenes um, from this shooting, um, and the reactions of uh, family members and friends of people in that school, and to be coming down to joking about the fact that he's Jill Biden's husband and was looking for chocolate chip ice cream, um, is hardly the way to start it. There's um, there's no way to talk about something like this except to say that for all of us. Who are parents? um, What we dread every day is news about the health and life of our children, and so there's no room to joke in that circumstance at all. um, And certainly not from the president of the United States.
2: He he did um, then get around to mentioning this, and I understand that his wife, uh, the First Lady, was speaking at a different event, and she also did address it. Um, this is what he said when he talked about what happened in Nashville.
4: In this situation, reportedly, we had two assault weapons and a pistol, two AK-47. So I call on Congress again to pass my assault weapons ban. It's about time that we begin to make some more progress, but there's more to learn. But I just wanted to send my uh, concern and hearts out to so many parents.
2: What do you make of of that part of what he said today, Governor?
5: Well, look, it's, it's not about playing politics. And unfortunately, the second worst thing to do after making a joke on a day like today is to play politics with it. And unfortunately, that's exactly what the president did. Went back to the old playbook. Martha, look, I was a prosecutor for seven years as a United States attorney in New Jersey. There is no lack of laws on the books um, to help us deal with gun violence. Um, We need to enforce those laws strictly, and they should be. We need to look at school safety and, and, and dealing much more aggressively with having people at schools who can protect the children and the teachers and administrators who are at those schools. And and last but certainly not least, we have to continue to look at the mental health problems in this country. We continue to treat them and stigmatize them in a way that makes people not want to come forward when they have these mental health issues. Uh, We need to make it a welcoming circumstance for people to come forward and to be treated. Now, we don't know the exact circumstances of this woman today who did this, but I'm willing to guarantee you that this is a woman who has some serious mental health issues because nobody in their right mind, goes into a school and kills three young children and three adults who are helping to teach those children.
1: So he brings up great fact there. What we've been talking about is this is a mental situation. He said, we have plenty of laws in place to enforce gun laws. He said, we don't need more laws. What we need is to help people who have mental conditions and are dealing with uh, this kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I mean, that's, the whole thing about how the president approached it, it's just the way that this is being uh, talked about with uh, our president and with the news media because it doesn't fit their norm that they like to push. It's now, like I said before, it's being turned around, it's being blamed on us. The the trans-resistant network uh, put out a letter, Vince, saying, and I think you mentioned this at the beginning of the program there. that. Audrey Hale, the, the shooter, is actually the real victim of this Christian school shooting.
2: And yeah, the,
0: the Trans Resistance Network, that's what they said, they said, yeah. here's exactly what they said, Audrey, um, rather, they said they're deeply concerned about news media using the incorrect prono- pronouns of this evil person who slaughtered six innocent people. Uh, they say that there are two tragedies. One is the death of six people. Mm-hmm. But there's a second tragedy here, Doug. Yeah. that this that the second is victim Audrey, Aubrey, Aiden Hale. I don't know what that's about, but nonetheless, um, that's the second the second tragedy is that this person is a victim victim. The second and more complex tragedy is that Aiden or Aubrey Hale who felt that he had no other effective way to be seen than to lash out by taking the life of others and by consequences himself. That's a direct quote. They go on to say we do not claim to know the individual or have access to their inner thoughts and feelings. We do know that life for transgender people is very difficult and made more difficult in the preceding months by a virtual avalanche of anti-trans legislation and public call outs by right-wing personalities and political figures for nothing less than genocidal eradication of trans people from society. Now, you know, that is crazy, Doug. And and I think, what if the roles were reversed? Yeah. What if it was a Republican that was a big fan of Donald Trump and they tried to blame somebody else, you know, like they tried to push blame off into somebody else, even though like, obviously this type of narrative is possible anywhere yeah. um with any group of people, I don't think that one would fly very
1: well. No. No, not at all. And like we said before, this is a tragic thing. And and I don't think, Vince, that anyone is is saying that we want to eradicate transgenderism. We just don't want it pushed on our children. Well here here's you know at CPAC. Yeah. I was actually there for Michael Knowles' speech mm-hmm.
0: and they he talked about how we need to get rid of it entirely and he used some words that, um, you know, following him. I don't follow him extremely close, but I know generally what his content is. I right. don't know him personally, but the way I heard it was he was saying we need to, like, it shouldn't be a thing. Yeah. And and it was being reported that he was saying that essentially all of the LGBT LGBTQ plus community should be killed mm-hmm. or arrested and put away, and they were making a big deal out of it and so that's yeah. what I believe this article is
1: referencing is, is his speech at CPAC actually. Okay. Well, Having said that, I don't think the majority of people believe that anybody needs to be eradicated. The, the sin, I mean, our, all our sure. sin nature needs to be eradicated, but if we don't know God, we're not going to realize that we're even living in sin. We're going to think that it's okay if we're living worldly. These folks just don't know that they're living in a world uh, you know that is trying to get further and further away from god, mm-hmm. but the the thing that I see where where the hate is really coming in, I think there is a hatred really for Christians and for God right now in in not just certain communities but in our in our media in our mainstream media. I think they even kind of push that and, you know i mean it's it's crazy where we're at right now, Vince, but we knew it was coming because it's prophesied in the Bible. The Lord tells us that it's going to be like this in the days just before he comes back. And that's what we're beginning to see. We're beginning to see an increase on this. We're beginning to see where Christians are being blamed for this kind of stuff uh, because of the fact that we believe what the Word of God says and we believe this is a sinful lifestyle and things like that. We're seeing uh, good being called evil and evil being called good. Like it says, will be in the last days. And so it's no surprise that this is happening. It's not a surprise to God. He told us before it would happen. So then when it starts to happen, we'll understand where we're at. It's one of those signs that he talked about.
0: So, yeah, let's talk about that. Where are we? Because um, we can see this moral decay. We can see right. things developing. Where are we with this in mind? Like, you know, we talk, uh, we talk all the time. Obviously, we're post-trib here. We believe mm-hmm. the rapture happens after the tribulation. Right. But, boy... We really hope we're wrong. (laughs) We would love for the Lord to take us all back right now and escape all this mess. Absolutely. Um, Now, we don't believe that's going to happen. We don't get mad at you and and cut you off if you believe otherwise. Um, But considering the fact that we're going to live through some of this from everything we can see in the Bible,
1: where are we? Because I'm ready for him to come back now. Well, you know, Vince, I, I believe that Matthew 24 gives us a lot of information on where we are right now because it tells us about the wars and rumors of wars. We talk about that all the time. We see where we are with uh, what's going on right now. I mean, uh, there's probably gonna be, can't say for sure, but there's probably going to be a program one day this week on World War III because it's being talked about so much. But the Bible tells us we'll be in times like that. It's going to be times when there's going to be famines and pestilence. There's going to be earthquakes everywhere. But then it tells us that the heart, because of the world, that the hearts of many people will grow cold. Because of the sin that is running amok in the world, that that sin is causing people's hearts to grow cold. They begin to hate one another. The Bible tells us that they're gonna hate people. It tells us that because of the name of Jesus that we'll be hated. All this is found in that Olivet Discord when Jesus said these are the signs you need to look for and that's where I believe we are. So we're those signs are ramping up. Yes sir. So we can get excited in spite of
0: how bad things are. Yeah. Because Jesus is coming back soon. He's gonna establish his kingdom here on earth. The hate has consequences, but it's about to be eradicated and Jesus' kingdom will be here on earth. So we're excited about that. We'll be right back after the break taking your calls.
6: I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. End Time is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner.
0: Welcome back to End Time. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're going to be taking your calls. We have some open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Don't forget that Doug is starting a group here at the End Time building. You can go to endtime.com slash Plano to RSVP. He's going to be walking you through the brand new Understanding the End Time series week by week. Uh, he'll be playing the videos from that, which Dave teaches, and there are clips of Irvin there, and then he's gonna be uh, having a discussion with you all about what's happening in the videos and how it relates to where we're at today. So we're really excited about this brand new series coming out. Doug's so excited, he said, I wanna host a group here where people can come and watch it with me. And so you can do that by going to intime.com Plano and RSVPing to that. Make sure that you let him know how many people are coming with you so he can be prepared. I hear there's gonna be coffee maybe some water and some food. So what kind of
1: food, Doug? Probably just snacky stuff to be honest. Okay, so don't, Stuff that's not good for don't you. Don't come thinking you're gonna yeah. feed the whole family on this, yeah. it's not a yeah. meal. It's probably, we're gonna sugar you up and send you home, so.
0: <laughs> so what should people expect? Are they coming to a church service? Do they no. wear a suit? What, how do they dress? What should they expect for this experience? It's going
1: to be extremely laid back. As a matter of fact, I'll probably bring a change of clothes myself and won't be wearing a jacket when I'm teaching it. I'm going to be more down to earth. And uh, So it's it's just a... You, you're going to bring the bibs? or No, I probably won't have my overalls on. If, if someone had overalls, could they come? They can, yes. Okay. You can absolutely come. So come comfortable and, and let's just get in the Word of God and enjoy these new studies together. Is there child care? there is not, unfortunately there's not child care, but that doesn't mean that, you know, children can't come. I mean, we've had classes where there's been kids in there and sometimes some of the kids paid more attention than the adults and answered the quizzes much better than their parents. So uh, we do not turn children away, but we, we just don't have uh, the ability to have child care here. I wish we could, because that'd be really cool if we could do that. Cause yeah, our insurance agent would love that. Yeah, right. Um,
0: <laughs> the um, is it like a service where there will be like music and a platform and people no. singing and stuff? No,
1: it's going to be so laid back. It's going to be more like just come in and you're going to be able to kind of meet and greet and talk to each other a little before class starts. We'll try to get started right at 630 because the... The videos are almost an hour long. And so then we want to leave enough time to be able to have the question to answer. And then I'll share some things with you. I always try to bring something that makes it relevant, that shows you, hey, this is an article from today. And this is where we're at. And this is what they're talking about. And so uh, you're able to see that not only the prophecies are coming to pass, but that they're happening right now. And uh, people will get a better idea coming to this class, what we mean when we say so much is happening, we can't cover it all. Will it stream so, online? It will not. But that's something that would be awesome in the future too. If the, if we. But can, it's in person only. Yeah, it's in person so. only. We want people from this area to come and be part of it. Uh, because one of the great things that I love, you mentioned it the other day. This is not my cup of tea. Being on camera and doing this. I, I like the personal interaction. I like being able to see people and talk to them and look in their eyes and uh, be able to have that interaction. I've actually made some really good friends mm-hmm. from other Bible studies that are close friends now. And they started out by coming to an Anton Bible study because I, I've taught these for years. It's just, we have new material and it's really exciting to get to this new material. So that's so what we're starting to So it's exclusive
0: it back yeah. in person. Yes. Part of that is because we want this community to develop. And Absolutely. while that can happen online, there's nothing like being in a room with people. And we know that not all of you out there are from Dallas and not all of you can attend. Uh, we really wish you could. There's probably a group in your area though. You can reach out to Doug by going to endtime.com contact and uh, selecting minister as the, uh, on the form and ask Doug for a group in your area that meets and talks about Bible prophecy or uh, other things in the Bible. And, and we probably have one near you. This one in particular is for the people in the Dallas area. But if you wanna fly in every week, you're certainly welcome to do that. But be <laughs> sure you go to endtime.com Plano and RSVP. And then I'm preaching here in a few weeks over in Garland, which is Northeast Dallas area. April 19th, I believe is the date. The service will be at 730. Now that that is like a traditional service. There will be music. Uh, but just like for Doug's group, come comfortable. You can wear your bibs if you want. That's totally fine. Um, so be sure to check that out at going to endtime.com slash events, or you can call 800 endtime and get more information about that. All right, Doug, where do we want to go? Are we ready to get to calls? You have more on this um, document that we need to cover? How do you want to handle let's this?
1: Let's go ahead and go to our calls and, and hear what the people had to say. You're
0: ready for the Joe show. Yeah, let's do it. Joe's right. always got some great content. We're going to go to New York now. <laughs> Joe, welcome to. The End Time Show.
4: Hey, Doug. Hey, Vince. <laughs> what are you doing there, man? <laughs> oh, we're
0: just hanging out. How about you?
4: I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I was up till 4 o'clock mm. in the morning interceding for our nation. So, you know, as the years go on, it gets harder and harder to stay up all night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, sir.
4: But at this point, um, there's so many things you're touching upon. I'm going to stay true. To my heart. And in the last few weeks, whoever I talk to, talk to about the Lord, but when I'm talking to believers, I just share who I am and what I sense. Mm. All born again believers have one job in common. I don't care who you are, and where you live. We have to be praying. We have to be interceding for our nation. If we start getting into trying to understand with our human minds one conflict after another, we'll go crazy. We are in the world. We are not of the world. We are of the Lord Jesus Christ's kingdom, and we have to live that. And our job is to intercede because most of these people, like this young woman that was killed, that performed these murders... She had to be really screwed up, so there are other people in the same position. We have to intercede and pray for our nation. The sad condition of our politics, politicians are not our answer. Messiah Jesus is. We are in his kingdom. The body of Christ has got to take our authority Everyone who's born of the Spirit has the authority to defeat Satan. And we have to pray. We have to intercede for our nation. We have to pray for those that are on the left because they're in darkness. Right. When you're in darkness, you can't see anything. So we've got to intercede because that's who we are. Mm-hmm. We have to keep our eyes on who we are. Mm-hmm. That's how we overcome this world. The Lord said, do not fear, I have overcome the world. And then Paul said, my life is hidden with Messiah Jesus in God. Now, I don't want to sit here and just preach, because everyone who loves the Lord should be in his book, studying his book. I pray for the body every night that people get turned on to wanting to know the prophecies because it's a great help to understand this world today when you know the prophecies. Mm, But whoever you are, if you love the Lord, you don't stop praying, man. You keep your eyes on the King of Kings. And he won on the cross. He said it is finished we win, guys. Right. We win. We can't, we can't keep trying to discern with our human mind. We have Holy Spirit to lead us to know all truth. If we try to, you know, analyze this this individual and that, we'll go nuts, man. <laughs> the Lord yeah. didn't say to do that. Right. He said, I send a comforter. Mm-hmm. He will lead you to know all truth. And I just want to encourage everyone that hears my voice, love Jesus, love the human race, love everybody. Mm-hmm. The people in darkness, we have to pray for the most because they don't know what they're doing. Right. Thanks for I your love call, love you Joe. guys.
0: We love you. Thank you so much for calling. We always love hearing from you. And I know our audience does as well. In fact, if you're on Facebook and you appreciate when Joe calls, go ahead and type the Joe show. Make (laughs) sure you show your support for Joe and be sure to pray for him. Uh, He's a longtime listener. He was one of Irvin's last calls. He was second to last and he felt it in the spirit just to encourage Irvin a little bit. And it just turned out that that was Irvin's last show. And so Joe holds a special place in all of our hearts here at end time. We always love when he calls and um, you know, he says things that we all need to hear as well. If he was saying crazy stuff, Doug, I don't know uh, how often he'd be able to get on, but nonetheless, <laughs> right. yeah. uh, his, his calls are always very encouraging, and it's things that we need to hear. We need to be praying, um, and and I, I'd say again, if you're on Facebook or YouTube, comment The Joe Show and uh, show Joe some support there. Right.
1: All right, Doug, where do we go from here? <laughs> well, I want to go back to you know one of the things we talked about at the beginning of this show and how to... We talked about prayer earlier. You said, what do we need to be doing? Mm. Uh, Prayer is very important. Second Chronicles uh, chapter seven, verse 14 says, If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. So the Lord gives us that promise that, I mean, we are people called by his name. Uh, you know, a lot of people try to say, well, this, he's talking specifically to Israel. No, he's not. He's talking to all of us. Everyone who is called, the Bible says, all those who are called who are far off. So we are called by the name of the Lord. He's calling us and he's telling us just to humble ourselves. Forget about all the stuff like Joe was talking about, what's going on in this crazy world, the things that can distract us and get us going down avenues we don't need to go down. Uh, the things that we allow in our mind and in our homes, if we'll let all that go, humble ourselves before God, begin to pray and seek His face, He'll hear those prayers and things will change. You know, Doug, uh,
0: just to add some clarity to one thing Joe said, as he was talking, he said, we need to pray for the people on the left because they're in darkness. Now, I agree, we need to pray for everyone in darkness, but I would add that there are people in darkness on all sides of the aisle.
1: absolutely. um,
0: And people that are even in the middle. There's darkness on both sides. My wife texts me. She says, "I want to call in, but it's too loud." And I don't know if I'm <laughs> supposed to read the rest of this text or not. But uh, she's texting may, me now you too. You may get in trouble. Well, she's she's saying, you know, that it's important that people are careful about this issue, listening to the media, because it doesn't matter which media outlet you're listening to. There's a narrative that's happening. Absolutely. Well, we're coming at it from a biblical perspective. All right. We're not we're not funded by some left-wing or right-wing advocates or anything like that. Mm. We're coming at, we're, we're funded by God. If, right. if, if we need money, God s- uses people to it. send money. That's <laughs> right. how we've operated forever. Yeah. So we're wanting to come here and tell people, she's saying, no, 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 in her text. <laughs> we're wanting to come here and <laughs> tell people, tell people. <laughs> what the Bible has to say. Right. So we don't care if you're registered as Republican, uh, Democrat, Independent, Absolutely. Green, whatever whatever, all the categories are that you can register as. Yeah. We don't care about that. We yeah. want you to seek God's face, who whatever party you identify with, we want you to be born again. We want you right. to be renewed. We want you to be made new. It doesn't matter where you fall. I mean, if you look at who the disciples were, yeah. there was far right, far left, people in between. And Jesus says, Okay, it's time to follow me. Mm-hmm. I'm the Lord. Right. All this other thing, all these things that you've been serving up to this point you've gotta leave that behind. Yeah, It might be a fishing boat, it might be a Roman tax booth, it might be, you know, the line is long. Right. You gotta turn your back to that and put your trust in me.
1: Absolutely. And
0: so if you're a Republican or a Democrat, you gotta turn your back. You know, we talk about one of our our old intro was politics is Satan's way of ruling the world. Uh, the church is God's way of ruling the world. Yeah. That's what we're trying to be here, Doug. We're trying right. to be the church. We're trying to speak into people's life and say, you know, it doesn't matter where you fall, uh, yeah.
1: you need to seek the Lord. Yeah, so. absolutely. And you know, we're we're all sinners, but we're forgiven if yep. we're born again. It's been washed away. Thank God for that. Yeah, praise God.
0: Don't forget to go to endtime.com slash reborn to know more about what it means to be born again, like Doug just mentioned. Also, we have two new In Time Originals that have released this month, and a third one is releasing this Friday, so go to intime.com new. Make sure that you're signed up already, or go ahead and start your free trial today. You'll get all three for free. Do that at intime.com new. And uh, don't forget, there's thousands of hours of content available at intime.com and watch.intime.com. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. Central Time.